What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Season 1, Episode 4 of a Washed Up Sports Podcast. My name is Evan Klein, and I'm joined alongside Max Lindley. What is up, guys? So happy to be back for Episode 4 of Season 1 with you guys of Washed Up Sports Podcast. We appreciate all the support we've gotten so far. We're so happy to be back for a fourth week, and we got some awesome stuff for you today. Right, Evan? Yes, sir. We are... An authentic sports commentary from the perspective of two washed up athletes. Washed up means we don't play anymore. We suck. So we're washed up. We uh we, <laughs> we hope suck. we give you some fun <laughs> we we hope we give you some fun commentary, honestly. Like that that's all this is. We're trying to have some fun. Yeah, absolutely. Give you guys some some uh some good good content to listen to throughout your day, your Thursdays. So uh yeah, we got some awesome stuff today. We got some polls that we went over on Instagram. And then we got week seven Pick'em for the NFL. Yep, Pick'em's back from Pick'em week one. Pick'em is back. Evan is up one to nothing because oh, yeah. we had some mishaps. We went With over that COVID in episode two. Um, yeah, and then we are joined by... Jeremy Siegel. Um, a, a baseball fanatic. Really big baseball fan. He's going to join us. A little call-in to talk about the World Series, which starts tonight. Yep. Game one. So we're going to get a little preview on that and uh, some insight from Jeremy. So that's exciting. Yes. So excited to uh, be joined by him, talk about MLB, talk some baseball. Yes, you sir. see we got a nice background here. If you're with us on YouTube, yep. if you're with us on other streaming platforms and you want to see the background, go check us out on YouTube, a washed up sports pod. Um, yeah, we got a baseball background. We're talking baseball. We're talking football. World Series season. We're talking uh, sports. So let's get this episode started. Hope with you guys the NFL enjoy polls. listening to this one as much as we enjoy making it for you. 100%. Very excited. All right. So our poll this week was who is the best receiver in the NFL? And uh, we asked you guys on Instagram. Let's see. Let's find the results. There's some right here. Here we go. So we asked, we gave four options. We said DeAndre Hopkins, Stefan Diggs, DK Metcalf, and Amari Cooper. Now we're going to give our opinions after we go over what you guys said, and we're going to do this pretty briefly. So uh, 17 votes for DeAndre Hopkins, which was the most. He got the most votes. So people clearly think he's the number one wide receiver in the league right now. And we saw how he performed against the Cowboys this past weekend week. The uh, misery of a defense. Yeah, he, he <laughs> played really well. Uh, D-Hop looked really good. So, yeah, I can see why people think he's the number one. Totally. Yeah, so next up, with the second most votes, we got DK Metcalf. He got seven votes. Good. Yeah, um, it, people can also argue that DK is the best wide receiver in the league right now. He is tearing shit up. He is, for real. Him and Russ look amazing, and they just had a bye week, and that's still saying a lot because he's behind them in yards because he hasn't, he's had his bye week already, so he he missed a game, in in respect to like everybody else who's yeah, had you, who's had the game, so like he's behind like mean. one game. So sometimes when a team's on a bye week and other teams have really good weeks, those. People will give those teams an edge, like taking over. If you know yeah, yeah, yeah. So Don't get forgetting about. Forgotten. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in third place, we got Stefan Diggs. He got four votes. And then Amari Cooper got zero votes. Yeah, I mean, I think you could really input a few different names where we put Amari Cooper. So that was kind of just a fill-in, I guess. I kind of just made it based off the stats. I did, like, the top five stats. And I think someone else was in there. 
Oh, who was in there? Uh, Robbie Anderson was in there, and I was just like, that guy's not legit enough no, to I mean, have you could put, contention. You could put Thielen in that spot. You could put 100%. Tyreek Hill in that yep. spot. You could put a bunch of guys. Yeah. yeah. So There's a bunch of good receivers. But that was just kind of a fill-in yeah, yeah. um, for the poll there. Yeah, so that was a fun poll. We're going to talk about that a little bit now. Evan, what do you think? Who so do you think's the best this year? It's Hopkins. It's, it, without a doubt, it's Hopkins. I no. think so because the guy is just different, man. Yeah. He's just... All over the field, yeah. hands ridiculous, route running ridiculous. Everybody knows this. We all saw him in Houston, and then one of the biggest ripoffs of a trade we've ever oh seen God. this past off season for Stop David Bill Johnson. O'Brien. Yeah, I mean, thank God he's out of Houston, yeah. and uh, thank God that uh, poor Deshaun Watson. He lost best receiver I, in the league. I so. mean, yeah, but for DeAndre Hopkins, like, what a blessing. Yeah, like Tyler he, he got traded Tyler. to such a great team with a great quarterback. A young, up and coming team. I 100%. like what I've seen from the Cardinals right now. Yeah, hundred percent. They are they're they're looking very good. We're gonna talk about them in the pick'em, right? We are. Yeah, later in the pick'em. So uh, they have the four and Seahawks this week. So that's an exciting thing coming up. Yeah. So just touching on DK Metcalf quick. We talked about him briefly, but um, the seasons he the season he has had this year has been great. Um, him and Russ seem to have this connection that's like progressed from year one to year two, just like it did with Tyler Lockett and just like it did with Doug Baldwin. I think uh, Metcalf is now like coming into his own. I think he's going to be a Seahawk for the rest of his career, honestly. Like, I can't see Pete Carroll letting go of that talent. You yeah. Know what I mean, I mean, physically, the guy is just gifted from God. Specimen. Specimen. And. Having Russell Wilson, the leading candidate for MVP right mm -hmm. now, as his quarterback, that doesn't hurt. Nope, doesn't hurt at all. Uh, that defense has got to pick it up if we're talking the Seahawks quick. Uh, yeah, they got to pick it up. But that's a 4-0 team. So let's bridge the gap and get into Week 7 pick'em. Yes, sir. First up, we got uh, a local game, NFC East game. We got the 1-5 New York Giants at the... One, four, and one, Philadelphia Eagles. Actually, a disgusting division. Yes. Embarrassing. Yeah, it's 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 not good this year or the past five years. <laughs> uh, the Cowboys, who lost this week, are still in first place we, at two and four. Sometimes there's one good team in the AFC East, but this year... NFC. NFC East, excuse yeah, me. Yeah. This year they all suck. Yeah, so bad. it's pretty bad. Um, so this is just going to be an exciting game for the locals and be in the race of the NFC East. Giants, just technically, Eagles, the Giants, Giants, that's Giants aren't right out of it. Like, Giants are not out of the playoffs. They could still make the playoffs. They're game out of first place. Exactly. Um, the, this is just a great rivalry game, though. 100%. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's always interesting. Like, right. there's so many memories of Eagles-Giants. I mean, you can think back to Deshaun Watson, mm -hmm. even when Michael... Deshaun Jackson, you mean? exactly what I meant. Yeah. yeah. Deshaun Jackson. And uh, even back to when Michael Vick was on the Eagles for a couple years. Like, yeah, that there was, was some classic moments where Mike Vick was just balling out against the Giants. And there were moments where the Giants were just balling out against the Eagles. It's just a classic rivalry. It is. Um, so, Evan, what are you thinking for this game? Who do you like? Oh. I think the Giants are so bad. <laughs> um, and I think the Eagles are also pretty bad. But... You know, Eagles, they played a good game against Lamar and the Ravens last week. Only lost by two points. I'm taking the Philadelphia Eagles. I think I have to. The Giants' defense is so bad. Their offensive line is so bad. No Saquon, obviously, out for the season. Daniel Jones, I mean, can only do so much. 
Give me, give me the Eagles. The Eagles are, I think they're bound to pick it up a bit at some point this season. Yeah. Because they have um, some guys. No, yeah, but a lot of guys are hurt, so yeah, we'll see are. when some guys are coming back for the Eagles. I mean, I'll take Carson Wentz over Daniel Jones. All right. I hear you. Uh, I'm going to go with the Giants with this one for a couple of reasons. One being, I like the way that defense has kind of held up this year. It doesn't look like the defense from last year where they're just letting everybody stomp all over them and letting them score all the time. Like, at least this year, they're showing restraint and trying to keep teams, like, to three points when they get in the red zone. Like, they're, they're not looking horrible on defense uh, compared to last year. Another thing, with Saquon being out, th their offense doesn't look horrible, like, considering the fact that Saquon is out. Like, their receivers, uh, Slayton looks good. I mean, he's the only one. I, I beg to differ with that. I think the offense does look pretty bad. I mean, they're scoring points, bro. They're staying Against in games. Against the worst defenses. But they're staying in games. Like, that takes a lot. Like, to stay in an NFL game. Every time they play a somewhat respected team, they get absolutely shit on. Yeah, I, I, I hear you. Uh, I'm going to take the Giants this week as a little wild, wild card pick. I think except for... Yeah, okay. Little... Uh, so we got differing picks on the first one. I mean, I think the Giants are the second worst team in the NFL behind the Jets. Wow, that's a hot take. That's me. All right. Right there, I think that. All right, next Moving game. On. Yep, we got, we previewed this game in our first pick -em, and it got rescheduled to this week, so we're very excited to go over it again. A lot more excited excitement this, this time because now they're five and zero. We got two five and zero teams. We got the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Tennessee Titans, and this is a Ooh. very exciting game. We got Derrick Henry, crazy. Ryan Tannehill, and the Titans uh, you know coming this, off. Do you know this is a prime time game. I believe it is. I believe it is. Yeah. Um, but we got the Steelers and the Titans. The Titans are coming off a huge win in overtime against the Texans, where Derrick Henry just ran like a maniac. 200 yard rushing performance. Yep. 200 yard rushing performance. Had the game winning Can't touchdown. He he literally looks like a man amongst boys. It's not fair. Um, I think he should be in the running for MVP because he's he's carrying that team. Yeah. Like I mean, Tanny looks Tanny good. looks good. He looks good, but I mean, you can't say that if Derrick Henry wasn't rushing the ball 30 times a game, that they'd be winning. Yeah, I mean, that that is a good point, that he could be in the MVP race. Yeah, I, I, I'd like to think so, and I, I think that's true. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, this will be an exciting game. The Steelers are also 5-0. and They look good this year. Their receivers look very good this year, and their running game is starting to pick it up with James Conner coming back. Right, Evan? Yeah. Steelers are impressive. You know... Claypool coming on at the receiver with Juju, some other weapons, and Deontay Johnson, some other, you know, the line's really good. Their defense is really good. Um, Max, big Minka Fitzpatrick got oh, a nice yeah. little pick six oh, for yeah. you last pick week. Pick six. I was so excited Max about that. Max texted me he, as soon as that happened. Minka with the exclamation point. I was like, I, I saw that one coming. Yeah, I mean, Minka, it was a matter of time before he started to pick it up. Shout out St. Peter's Prep. Yep. New Jersey. New Jersey. Rep. All right, um, so for this game, I think a lot's going to go into it. It's going to come down to the last quarter, obviously. Most of these games do. Um, I'm going to pick the Titans because I don't see that Steelers defense really being able to stop Derrick Henry. They may be able to slow him down the first half, 
But in that second half, you're just exhausted from like constantly trying to stop that run. So I think it'll be a lot harder for the Steelers to keep up with the Tennessee defense and maybe late in the game, they'll get some play action going against the Steelers to score, take that game away. So I'm going to pick the Titans. Thinking about it, tough one that Devin Bush gone with the ACL. Oh, yeah, we didn't even address that. Yeah, that's a tough loss. Wish him a speedy recovery, obviously. That's tough for the Steelers' defense, yeah. So I don't know. This is really hard for me because I want to pick the Steelers, but the Titans, that convincing win over Buffalo was very impressive. Oh, yes. And against Houston, they looked awesome. They did. This one's so hard for me. You see Evan right in the moment trying to choose is very difficult because uh, we might have some stakes on this. So, uh, you know what? For the sake of argument and for the sake of going against you, I'm going to take the Steelers. All right. Sounds like, <laughs> sounds like... I think I want to take the Titans, and I think they probably will win, but for the sake of you taking the Titans, I'm going to take the Steelers. All right. Let's go. Let's go, baby. I think actually that's opposite of what we did week... What was that, week one? Did I take the Titans? And I, I, th the I think you took the Titans and I took the Steelers, oh. so we did a little flip-flop. That's funny. <laughs> uh, different times, so different picks. Yeah, lots, next, lots happened since yeah. then. Next up, we got an NFC Divisional game. This is the NFC West. We got the 4-0 Seattle Seahawks and Russell Wilson visiting the 4-2... Uh, where are they from? Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> Brain fart. Arizona Cardinals, uh, who are 4-2. Kyler Murray just came off a great performance against Dallas. We touched on that earlier. DeAndre Hopkins looks really good. This Seahawks offense looks fantastic. Their defense has got to pick it up, though. We've seen them getting into these games against teams that they maybe shouldn't be. Like, the Vikings just got blown out by, who was that, the Falcons? Yeah, the Vikings uh, just got blown out yeah. the other day. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, they were in a one-score game with the Seahawks on primetime. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make sense that the Seahawks are in these games, like, in the fourth quarter, in one-score games with these teams. Their defense has to pick it up and be able to make stops so they can just run the ball in the fourth quarter and kill clock. That's why when we had our power rankings last week, although the Packers lost... And they wouldn't be one, number one anymore. It didn't age well. I'm not yeah, it didn't age well at all. <laughs> I realized that very, very, very quickly. It did not age well. A couple, but, I think a couple of our picks didn't age very no, well. <laughs> that happens. But Seattle, I don't see them going as long unless they can figure this defense thing out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think Jamal Adams will help eventually. Yeah, I think it'll start to. I think together. their defense has pieces. They yeah, hundred percent. Just piece it together. They got to piece it together. Yeah. Um. That being said, I think the firepower from Russ in that offense will be too much for the Cardinals to handle. I like what I've seen from the Cardinals, and I think they're they're impressive, and I think things are coming together for them as a team. Uh, and I'm going to take the Seahawks. I think that offensive firepower is just going to be too much to handle for the Cardinals' defense, even though I think Kyler, DeAndre Hopkins, Drake, the rest of them, I think they're going to bring their game, and I think it's going to be a great one. Alright. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Cardinals, not just to go against you, but I was really impressed with how they played against the Cowboys. Sure. Even though that Cowboys defense is kinda bad, that they Cowboys defense of, They ran them out of the stadium. On their home turf. So I get that. Yeah. So even though that Cowboys defense is bad, that Cowboys defense reminds me of Seattle's defense. It's the same prototype. Can't stop the run. And in games in the fourth quarter that they shouldn't be. Like, there's no reason the Cowboys, even with Andy Dalton, shouldn't have been in that game last night. 
just they can't put it together on defense. They can't hold teams to under a certain amount of points. So and Zeke I, has these this fumbling. Oh yeah, that's just like right a head thing. That was strange. Um, hold on to yeah. the ball. Yeah, he's got to grab onto that ball. But uh, with that being said, I, I'm gonna go with the Cardinals, and I see Kyler Murray absolutely balling out on this Seattle defense. I don't think they'll be able to stop him up front with that RPO that they run with Cliff Kingsbury at the reins. So, moving on. Fourth game. We got two more games left. We got a good game of two great teams who have mediocre records, in my opinion. I don't know how you Well, let's talk, let's talk about this. So, 49ers-Patriots. So, the 49ers, they had that iffy game with the Dolphins. The Dolphins, which was surprising. Can I just note, Jimmy the G. Dolphins are legit. Yeah, they look pretty good. And Tua is going to be starting from now on. Right. Brian Flores just announced. They're going to be sneaky. Well, this AFC East is about to pick up. Okay, we'll a see. A lot. Yeah. It's going to be tough. A lot of people, yeah. I could see I could see why you'd think that. Um, but anyway, back to 49ers, Patriots. 49ers had a little mishap. Ended up taking Jimmy G out in that game, but looked back... To speed last yeah, yeah, week, yeah. Mostert is going to be injured for a while. Yeah, looks like again, which yeah. is not great for them. Not great for them uh, or anybody. He's a great guy, great baller, uh, great runner. Can we talk about with the Patriots, our team? Terrible loss, really bad. Nothing was really working. Is it time to panic a little? Is it time to? Do you think the Patriots are still going to win the AFC East? No. Of, you think the Bills are going to win the AFC East? Yes. Um, well, no. I'm not going to say that. Um, I think it depends on what happens with the obvious. This is a stupid answer. When we play the Bills. Yeah, when we play the Bills. Like, it's going to come down to who wins those two games. Like, if the Bills take those two games, they're going to win the AFC East. If we take those two games, we're going to win the AFC East. It's that simple. I'm just um, worried that... We couldn't beat the Broncos. That concerned me. I know it's no. one game. Cam and Stefan Gilmore, first game back from COVID. And they've been in-person practice has been a rare thing. Wanna know what they look like? In Foxborough. Wanna know what they look the like? A team that's been practicing on Zoom for the last two weeks. They look like a team that hasn't practiced in two weeks. Right. I, I that game is like the ending of the Seahawks game. It's one of those things where you're like, it is what it is. I hope. We hope. Nah. It is what it is. It's not like a hope thing. Like I, I have complete faith in in Bill and the organization. So do like, I. I'm just saying. I, I just don't I think it's time to hit that panic saying. button. You no, I don't think it is either. Yeah. I'm not panicking. Yeah, yeah I'm I not just panicking. think it's a valid discussion to have. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Because that yeah, was yeah. embarrassing. I wouldn't say embarrassing. Like there were I'm a bunch of factors in it. I'm, I'm not embarrassed. Like I mean, like <laughs> at the end of the day, it's still sports. Like I'm not going to be embarrassed over my team losing. Um, if you're a Jet fan, you should be embarrassed. That's a different story. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm going to take the Patriots in this one. So I, am I. I, I think. Bounce it, back week. Let's go, Cam. It's impossible for them to go like that. Like No, that never yeah, happens. That, that wouldn't happen. Uh, George Kittle is going to be covered by a multitude of players. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what. Bill. And they don't have their main running back. I don't understand how. And Bill knows Jimmy G as well as anyone. Yep. Yep. It'll be fun. It was like, it'll be like, what if? A what if game. Like, what if the Patriots kept Garoppolo? You know what I mean? 
mean, he'd probably bit. be our quarterback right now if we kept growing. No, no, no shit, but then it'd <laughs> be like, it's a cool matchup. All right, so who you got? You taking the Pats? Yeah, I took the Pats. All right, cool. So, so far, I took the Giants. Evan took the Eagles. I took the Titans. Evan took the Steelers. I took the Cardinals. Evan took the Seahawks. And then we both took the Patriots. Moving on to our last game, we're talking about someone who left the Patriots this year, joined by another guy that left the Patriots, came out of retirement, joined the Buccaneers, and now they're one of the hottest teams in football, playing another hot team at football, coming off a bye week. We got the two Pirates going head-to-head. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 4-2, at the Las Vegas Raiders, 3-2. This is going to be an exciting game. I'm just realizing now how awesome this Sunday's games are. These are Fire games. Yeah. That's why I'm super excited. These are sick. Yeah. Super good games. So many good ones. Super awesome games. Uh, Buccaneers-Raiders, though, is going to be a really interesting game, uh, being that John Gruden won the Buccaneers, their only Super Bowl. So, like, it's always interesting when Gruden goes up against the Bucs. Sure. And uh, also being that this might be another year that the Bucs can potentially win a Super Bowl. Like, they are looking really freaking good. They beat the unbeaten... uh, Packers, Aaron Rodgers did not look too good against that against that Bucks defense. Tom Brady was airing it out; he looked pretty good. Um, and that team is just gelling, and it looks like they're just getting better as the season goes on. I see what you mean. I mean, the thing for me, I know I should be sold, but I'm not sold yet because that loss before this week to the Bears, that concerned me a little bit. Bro, the Bears are like that. I know they're good. I know the Bears are pretty good. Like they have one of the best safeties in the league, one of the best uh, pass rushers in the league. They got some good backers and they got some good ass uh, corners. I know. So like they got a solid defense and Tom Brady has always struggled against Khalil Mack. Going all the way back to when Khalil Mack played on Oakland. Like he just always struggles against these really, really, really crazy good pass rushers. Yeah. Because he doesn't like that pressure getting up in, ooh, up in him. He doesn't like that. So, uh, it'll be an interesting game. I like the Raiders in this one because I think off of bye week, John Gruden has had so much time to prep for the Buccaneers. I think he's going to pull out some new stuff. I think it's going to be a very close game, I think. I think it's going to go down to the wire. Both are going to bring their best. Both defenses are going to bring their best. Yep. And it should be exciting. Who are you taking? Uh, I'm going to take the Raiders. Yeah. Stick with uh, the uh, John Gruden-led Las Vegas Raiders. I'm taking the Raiders as well. Oh. I need to see a little more. My Bucks, I guess. I mean, I think they're good. I do. But that was such a good win against the Chiefs. I don't, I don't want to bet against the Raiders. The Raiders look really strong. And watch, like, we're going to drop this. Next week is going to go by, and the Raiders are going to get, like, smashed by the Bucks. We're going to come on the pod next week and be uh, like, oh, yeah. we screwed up. Yeah. No, but, uh, yeah, we're going to both go with the Raiders there, and that's going to do it for our pick Yeah. So we'll come back next week with our results on that. We're going to get a quick ad right here, and then segue into our MLB part of the pod. So here we go. This episode is brought to you by The Daily Scoop. The Daily Scoop is the premier dog walking and pet sitting service in Bergen County, located in Glenrock. The Daily Scoop provides service not only to Glenrock, but to several surrounding towns as well. The Daily Scoop ensures that your pets are getting the best possible care while you cannot be with them. Inquire for more at www.thedailyscoop.com. That's, with a, that's Scoop with a K at www.thedailyscoop.com. 
Also follow on Instagram at the Daily Scoop LLC. Scoop with a K. Okay. All right. So uh, we're gonna get into some baseball. We got the World Series starting tonight. Tonight is uh, today's Tuesday. So we got the first night of the World Series. This episode is gonna be dropping on Thursday. So yeah, Evan, why don't you tell us about what's happening right now? Who we got in the World Series? What should we expect? So. Expect a great matchup. Yeah. Tampa Bay Rays, kind of the flying under the radar. Totally. You know, not the biggest names. but I don't think anybody saw them coming this far. A great just team. They play as a team. The pitchers they have, awesome pitchers. I really like the, the great arms they have. Obviously, best performer right now, MVP of the uh, ALCS, Randy Arozarena. Really impressed with him and a lot of other guys on that team. So I think, expect again, I know the Dodgers are a star-studded team. Mm-hmm. You know, Mookie, Corey Seager, Bellinger, crazy guys. Just But when the Dodgers get to this point, you know, all the pressure's on them. How have they performed the last few years? Not that well. No. I know they got Mookie now, healthy Seager. Let's see what happens, but expect the Rays to hold their own, in my opinion. Yeah, um, the one thing I would add is that we saw the Braves kind of fight back against the Dodgers, and like we saw them pull that series out and actually lead that series for a bit and looked like they were going to pull away with that one. Hell yeah, they did. I yeah, thought the Braves um, were going to be in this spot. Yeah, so I, I, I kind of dispute your point of the Dodgers not being able to show up because that was previous years. You can't compare teams from previous years to this year because you don't know what that team's like. I feel like every year the team is a little bit different. Even if it's the same roster front to back, your team's a little different because you probably have a different philosophy and you're probably coaching a little different. There's some change. So I think that's unfair to the Dodgers to say like, what have they done in this position? Choked or like haven't performed well. Cause like, I think we just saw last Round that they performed so extraordinarily well against the Braves when they were when they had to, you know what I mean? Like they held their own, and they looked. Like they came back. They uh, they played well in that series, and now they're in the World Series. Fair point. I mean, I still I need to see more from Kershaw in the playoffs every year. He oh continues yeah, no, I to, agree with this. Yes, um, I don't condemn that. I just think some people, the Dodgers are the favorite because of the crazy high powered offense they have. I just think. For the people that are saying Dodgers got this in the bag, don't count out those Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah, I hear you. I'm gonna like I I think I'm gonna pick the Dodgers in the long run when we do our picks. I'm not sure if that's gonna be this episode or next picks or next episode. But uh, yeah, I, I think I'm gonna go with the Dodgers. I like I just feel like it's gonna be kind of hard to beat them. I'm taking the Rays. All right. I am. Cool. So that's interesting there. Yeah. I just think it's going to be great baseball, and I'm excited for it. I yeah. know it was a 60-game season and everything, but good matchup here. I mean, I'm we're excited. still getting October baseball. Exactly. I'm excited to see it. It's always exciting to get some October baseball, some playoff baseball, and especially the World Series. I think it's also exciting for everyone that it's not – like, I mean, obviously, the Dodgers have been in it the past couple of years, but at least not like the Yankees or the Red Sox or, like, the Nationals or, like, one of these teams that's been in it for a while. Like, it's a new team. It's the Tampa Bay Rays. They haven't been in it in a while. Like, they have a real opportunity to win here. It could be exciting for the city of Tampa and 
for just baseball fans like who don't, don't want to see the Yankees, Red Sox, these big, big brand teams win every year. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this could be this is a great sports year for Tampa with Oh totally. They have the a chance for the trifecta. And, and and yeah, and NHL, the Lightning obviously won the uh sorry, the Stanley Cup. Yeah, and Miami Heat were in the finals. If you count that as a Tampa. I mean team. like Tampa doesn't have a basketball team. I know. And there's only isn't Miami the only Florida team? Or Orlando? Yeah. What's well, closer I, I to Tampa? I don't know who they root for down there for Yeah, basketball. geographically I'm not sure how that works out. Yeah. Like where your maybe team is assigned. Um. Anyways. Yeah. So, so now we're, we're gonna we're gonna be joined by Jeremy Siegel. Yep. We're gonna talk to him now and get into this stuff a little more in depth. So here we go into that. We are now joined by a good buddy of mine and a huge baseball fan, baseball, baseball fanatic, fanatic. Uh, Jeremy Siegel. <laughs> Jeremy, thanks for coming on the podcast, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. No problem. Thanks for having me. Of course. course. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. So uh, we're going to talk the baseball here. <laughs> the baseball. We're going to talk the World <laughs> Series here. Look, baseball. Um, we talked about it before, but we're going to get into it a little more. What team do you think will win in it? How many games? Like, just to start it off, like, out of the, the two teams that are in it. What do you think? So um, I think the Dodgers, they've been the best team all year. They, they're the best team. They're, they're the most talented roster. So I'm going to go with Dodgers in seven. I think the Rays are great. I think they're going to compete, but I, I got to stick with the, with the better team here. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so you said the, the Rays are going to compete. What do you expect to see out of the, the Rays that we've seen in the playoffs, but what do you expect to see in the, the World Series? Um, so so the, thing, the thing about the Rays is that they are carried by their bullpen. The, the reason why they're here is because they, their pitching staff is so deep and that, that's how they knocked out the Yankees. That's how they knocked out the Astros. And that's how they'll compete in this series. I mean, when you have, when you have guys like Nick Anderson, Diego Castillo, Pete Fairbanks, it, it allows them, like, let's say Blake Snell or, or Tyler Glasnow, they don't, they don't have it. They're in the second inning. They could, they could go right to their bullpen and they're not out of the game which is such a huge thing, especially in a playoff game. I totally agree with that. I was just talking about that, how they have those arms. Yeah, I mean. I mean, it's helpful. We saw that um, when the Red Sox won a couple years ago against the Dodgers. That's what really won them that series. Yeah. Coming out. And then, like, these crazy games where these the bullpen comes in and saves the team's ass. I mean, Jeremy, you can probably agree. The offensive firepower from the Dodgers with a healthy Seager, Mookie Betts acquisition yes. is, is going to be tough to – yeah. Overcome. But, you know, the Rays, they did it against New York Yankees, which is as good of a lineup as any. Mm -hmm. And um, so I think that's definitely something to look for. Um, what players do you think in this series, both sides, are going to be, you know, the ones to look out for and the ones that are going to stand out? Um, well, definitely those relievers, as I mentioned, for the Rays, Castillo, Anderson, and Fairbanks. Um, for the Dodgers, I'm looking for their superstar talent position players to come through. Um, we saw Cody Bellinger hit the home run to the game winning home run in game seven in the NLCS. Um, I, I'm looking for him to continue that Corey Seager has been awesome in this playoffs. Obviously Mookie Betts, he's the second best player in baseball. There's no debate about that anymore. Um, I'm looking for him to come through Max Muncy. He he's been struggling a little bit this year, but I, 
if the Dodgers are going to win, he's going to need to step up as well. And, I mean, for the Rays, the question is, can they get any hitting outside of Randy Rosarena? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, as good as good as a Rosarena has been in the playoffs, I think they're going to need some of their other bats to step up. Like, maybe Brandon Lau comes through, G-Man Choi. They, they have some good bats, but it's been yeah, a Rosarena pretty much carrying them. <clears throat> yeah, so you kind of touched on it, but the, the Dodgers lineup is so star-studded. Is that what the Rays are going to need? Are they going to need hitting from their depth players more so than their stars? Yeah, definitely. Um, the, the Dodgers are going to score. That's that's the thing. Um, the, their, their lineup is better than the Astros. It's probably just as good as the Yankees, maybe a little bit better, but – it's not, it's not like we can expect their pitchers to shut them down seven games because that's not going to happen. And I mean, as good as a Rosarain is going to, has been, it's not like he can just carry the entire offense. They're, they're going to need more guys to step up, especially offensively. Absolutely. If they want to have a chance, I think that's uh, goes without being said. Yeah. Yeah. They, they can't just put it on the shoulders of one guy. That's never worked before in baseball. It's never worked in any. It's not going to work now. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, thank you. Finally, um, we got one more question, I think. Yeah, Dodgers in seven MVP pick for the World Series from you. Um, you know what? I'm gonna go with the resurgence here, Clayton Kershaw. Oh, I did not expect that coming. I was just still explaining how he sucks. (laughs) You know what? I I really I really don't think there's much to that. I think in in a lot of his starts where he's like choked in October I feel like it's because Dave Roberts has left him in too long it's mostly he'll pitch like six shutout innings and then he probably should be taken out and then he blows it up in the seventh and yeah and I think I I think it's going to happen this time he's going to have two great starts the Dodgers are going to win both games and he's going to win MVP you know I I I like that pick honestly because I think I do obviously it goes without being said, Clayton Kershaw is a top pitcher in baseball and has been for a number of years now. And yeah, first Bow Hall of Famer. Yep, absolutely. And kind of like a David Price situation, a guy who like everyone was exactly. like pitching exactly. the playoffs and came in the other year and yeah. just like blew it Dominated. up in the playoffs. So, so he might. He that's very possible. We'll if see. The Dodgers win and they we'll see. rely on him. We'll see for sure. Absolutely. Jeremy, thanks again for joining us on the podcast. Appreciate your Yeah, time. no problem. Thanks for having Thank me. Thanks for having me. And we're back from the interview. Thanks, Jeremy. Great to have you on. Super fun. Appreciate uh, it. Thank you for taking some time out of your day to call us. Um, that was awesome. Some really good insight. We're really excited for the World Series. It was awesome talking to you guys. Also, one more thing, Max. I forgot to tell you I wanted to do this on the episode. Yeah. But this Saturday is a huge event for the UFC, which ever since quarantine started i've been super into and i know a lot of people like bet on ufc and watch it but this saturday is a title match between khabib Nurmagomedov, who obviously everybody knows 28 and 0 i don't know i know yeah uh, he was the guy that beat mcgregor uh, okay. anyways i know you're not a ufc guy but i just wanted to talk about it because a lot of okay. people like this stuff all right he's, he's fighting justin gaethje who just came off a really big win against tony ferguson and he's the interim champ right now. So I'm just excited for that. And I just wanted to bring that up that I think this is going to be a great fight. And I think this is one one of the best fights of the year, no doubt. 
So I awesome. just wanted to, you know, talk about that a little. Yeah, yeah for a fighting fan, it's cool. Um, last thing before we wrap up this uh, episode, we're gonna have a giveaway coming soon. We hit 100 followers on Instagram, and we're slowly getting more subscribers on YouTube and more traction on the podcast in general. So we're gonna do a mini uh, giveaway. Stay tuned. Follow us on all of our social media platforms. So we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on YouTube, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, we're subscribe on, on all that. We're on all that. Good shit. So uh, yeah, subscribe to all that. Follow the Instagram, subscribe to the YouTube. He loves doing that. I do. We'll see you next week, guys. Thank you. Peace. See ya.